Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Ding, 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 ding. Linking go, going out there. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So you felt that and you experienced it. And what is it, Andy? It's the word. It's the word of God. <laughs> See, podcasts. Yeah. Now, radio. Back when we had radio. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we still have radio. Uh, in a similar form, we have podcasts. Right. Um, and where we're the family often comes together of an evening, mm. hang around the iPod <laughs> shuffle and sit around. The dock. And, and, yeah, the dock and listen uh, to, the, you know, let's say. The I, Ricky Gervais podcast. The Ricky, Ricky Gervais podcast. <laughs> Maybe they, they listen to uh, things you, you missed in history class or whatever. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Gather around, kids. Gather around. We're going to listen to the podcasts that were preloaded on my podcast app. Um, but, but radio, old school radio, that used to go out into space because all broadcast with radio waves. Yeah. Right. And so we could tell ourselves that, that, you know, those things propagate out and are listened to by aliens and stuff. Mm. We could tell ourselves I don't that. Th- I don't think that happens with podcasts. Is it, I think like we've closed off that. Is that, it too hard for aliens to get onto the net? I don't know if they can log in. I don't know how many bars they get out there of our Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. I mean, there must be internet in, uh, at the International Space Station. You would hope. Well, because they're always tweeting. You would hope. They're tweeting. They're, <laughs> they're like showing us the weird shit about like, you know, they're wringing out cloths and showing us how water yeah, moves in space. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing, they're responding to questions from fifth graders and they're yeah. also playing David Bowie songs on their guitars. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a, some kind of weird share house situation <laughs> up there. The international share, sta- share, share station. Share station like that. And they're, they're pooping into vacuums. Yeah. Or maybe it's more like a, like a like a backpackers because they are from all over the world. All over the world, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, one's and brought those, a, one's brought a guitar. One's brought a guitar, and he gets that out. And the they've all they those spacesuits they have backpacks. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> and they have spacesuits <laughs> yes. like a backpacker. I'm just gonna. What's that? Absolutely nothing, Alistair. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay, what's in this? What's in the International Space Station being a backpackers? Okay, like, uh, do we do we does it does it get advertised as a backpacking destination? Does it become one in the future? You know, a lot, a lot mm. of hotels um, over time uh, changing liquor licenses and that sort of thing. They wind up becoming backpackers accommodation. Well, I think, I think around the city, I I think it's, it's funny to just film it as like a, let's say like a sitcom kind of scenario. Yes. Yes. It's the international space station, but you're treating it like a backpackers. It's just, people are just kind of like, Oh, Yuri's Yuri's, you know, pissed himself because he drank too much, you know, bootleg gin or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Tramantha tr- tr- is w- washing her um, her running shoes in the in the kitchen sink. Yeah, or like you know, or, or... <laughs> everything about that was just the worst <laughs> example. Tramantha. Oh man, there's is such tr- density of failure in that example. Tramantha, is that a tra- name? No, no, okay. no. That's 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 just the start of it, Alistair. Anyway. Um, what would she be washing off in space? Yeah, well, there's no dirt. Well, there could be. You know, maybe, maybe she, the you know, the poop vacuum. Oh, imagine if they had bed bugs. 
Well, that's a possibility. Because as we know now, they can, they found organic material on Mars. Mm. Mm. It's probably bed bugs. <laughs> there's, there's bed bugs in space. They now, probably can survive that. Here's just a, one slight twist on that. Yeah. What if there's just one backpacker in there, right? Like one Swedish backpacker mm. is in the International Space Station for some reason. Now we've got that interesting thing of that dynamic between these driven scientists mm. up there to pursue the goal of bringing man closer to God, mm. you know, knowing the mind of God. And then we have um, Sven who's just looking to have a good time, you know, maybe meet some mm. girls. Once when I was in New Zealand at Backpackers, there was like a Swedish guy or a Dutch guy or something like that, and he was just like, I just want to have lamb. I want to have lamb prepared correctly, like here in New Zealand, because it's a place of lamb. I go, it's just going to taste like lamb. <laughs> like it's going to be, like if you've had lamb, that's what it's going to be like. It's yeah. just lamb. Like it's- meat. Doesn't like if you go to a steak, have a steak at a restaurant, it's basically like having a steak at home. There's not anything that they're doing to it really to make it like it just tastes like you're just eating meat. You know what beef tastes like, you know mm. what lamb. Mm. I just want to, I hear lamb is great in space, spice lamb. So, but now, but now it's wacky. You see, now it's wacky. Oh, you don't like it being wacky? Well, I. I think it can be wacky, but it's like I feel like yours is more wacky. Well, yeah, but but it's like but it's we're, they're still under the presumption of it being a space station. Whereas now we've got a backpack. How did he get there? Sure. <laughs> sure. Is he is he the guy from NSYNC? He um he hitched a ride maybe on a shuttle or something. Yeah. You know, or like he he crashed at somebody's place and then he just sort of invited himself along. Uh, to the space station. He was in at NASA, and then they turned around and he got in there somehow. Maybe, you know, he's almost like a a kind of a virus, or it's like alien. Mm. But instead of an alien, there's a a backpacker. backpacker. That's, see, now we've got something here, Al. This, come on, come on, you tell me this isn't a concept, come on. Well, I mean, so is it still the International Space Station? It's, it's some kind of space station. Okay, well, if it's some kind of space station, then it's just like, you know, then it's kind of like it's, it's more goofy. It's goofy. It's, it's more sorry, goofy. Sorry, not wacky. It's goofy. Well, you know, but, but I think if it's the International Space Station, I think this is kind of like a thing people know and love from the YouTube videos. Yeah, They're ringing sure, out sure. cloths, water coming out, <laughs> you know, but it's a bit like a backpacker's. And so that's more the allegory that you're using of a backpacker's. You know? No, that's the allegory you're using. Yeah. I want nothing to do well, with this. Well, when I say you're, I'm saying the general populace would kind of be Everyone okay with that. Everyone except for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas you're really trying to bring in, like, reality in there of, like, oh, what if there was an actual backpacker? Alistair, I'm not bringing in reality. You, everything you're saying mm. contradicts everything else you're saying. <laughs> Every syllable you say contradicts the previous syllable. This is, you're insane and you're dangerous. <laughs> Andy, you're, you're upset that no, I'm, I'm not 100% on board. Look, but the thing there is, are is two, that there are two different ideas. There's two different ideas. And they're both equally valid. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose so. I'm being so generous. I mean, like, you know, one thing that they ask you, this is like so from a conversation I had with somebody who's had meetings before. One thing they ask you in a pitch meeting is, why, why this now? Oh, wow. You know? I and, mean, we thought of it. And, and the thing is, is that something like, you know, uh, just a random s- spaceship going through space, encountering, uh, you know, a, a Sven, mm. you know, maybe in some pod that's just yeah. been floating through the air. They bring it in. He's just asleep there. They didn't realize it was yeah. so just a backpacker. Alistair, the more you flesh this out, the more excited I am, yeah, by the and, way. And it's a great idea. And I think it's a great idea for like a, you know, for like, it's, it's like Red Dwarf meets Alien. Yes. Right? Uh, meets like he died with a falafel in his hand exactly. or something. Like that, right? And that's great. But why that now, right? Whereas the International Space Station, <laughs> right? If we're making something about that, uh, you know, NASA's losing its funding probably. You know, uh, there's, 
this is a thing that's relevant. This 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 station's only going to be up in the air for another two, three, four years, isn't it? Something like that, right? Alistair, you you've you've totally compelled me. We have your, to make it your now. Your argument of NASA's losing its funding probably just swayed me. Yeah, and, I. I was utterly floored. And at this time of tension between America and Russia, how is that? How does that play out? <laughs> how does that play out in the you know in space? If it's a backpackers, you know, are those guys spies in some way? Are they both astronauts and spies? Okay, here's this. Yeah, mine, right? My one's called Backpacker, right? Okay, uh, and it's it's the original Alien. Yours, Backpackers. It's the sequel. No, 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 no. I don't want mine to be called Backpackers. I want that to be the allegory that, that emerges, but it's not, it's not made, it's not made uh, you know, explicit like that. Sure. I, I like it less obvious. I like it so obvious. You love it obvious. And you know, in mine, we're just, there's going to be a suspension of disbelief. Mm. There's not even going to be any low, zero gravity stuff. Everyone's just going to be walking around. That's actually really good. Yeah. That's quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can have that in yours if you like. I don't, I don't like, I'm not 100%. I just, I'm just generally on board with the idea of any kind of space thing mm. where, like, you're in space. Yeah. But there's no space stuff. Yeah. Like, everybody knows you're in space. They but get there's it. There's no, like, vacuum or whatever. And everyone's just basically in a house. I mean, that's kind of what he did, you know, with, uh, 2001. I mean, at first, like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're in space, big dance, blah, 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 blah. But then once soon as you get on the ship, they're like, all right, let's just activate that fake gravity thing as if that yeah. can just work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we're just walking around. Now we're just walking around. Okay. Right. You get it. You get it. Space, 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 blah, 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 blah. All right. Now let's just. And then it's basically, it's just a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a, a thing where people are w- talking slowly and nothing much is happening and and then you get into some of that stuff. Obviously, it's beautiful and all that. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Just eat it up with your eyes. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, Just, yum, 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 yum. Also, the other thing is that is your idea just Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy but with a Swedish hitchhiker? No, it's definitely not. Great. No, because I hadn't thought of that until this point and I'm not going to analyse it enough to find all the similarities. <laughs> but I can just say definitely not. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't hitchhiking. He was just drifting aimlessly through space in a pod. Now, here's a here's a totally separate idea, right? So you can write down whichever of those two ideas, Alistair, you think is the best, <laughs> and I just leave that up to you, and I trust your judgment, and I trust that you're honest enough with yourself to be mm-hmm. able to make that kind of a call, all right? Because I think you ultimately you know which one's the better idea. And Great. I'm not even going to look at what you've written down. <laughs> so... It's, you know, and I guess it'll just be between you and your God, um, whatever you choose to do in this situation. Here's, a, here's an unrelated idea. I would say that of all the body parts on the human body, okay, that if it w- we were to be told they're not actually part of our body, they're just par- a parasitic life form yeah. that has come and has joined our body, yeah. I would say the tongue. Oh, yeah. I say the tongue mm. quite clearly is so different to anything else on the body and yeah. so separate and also potentially superfluous, right? Like, I don't think we necessarily need the tongue. Whoa, that's but, bold. But it's there. <laughs> it's weird. It moves around mm. like a like a snake worm, like yeah. a flat old muscular snake worm. Yeah. Nothing else on the body does that. No, you're right. Um and just saying, yeah, you know, like, like, we, I don't know if anyone studied the DNA of the tongue. Mm. I know we studied the DNA of a lot of, like, of the body. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if they've looked at the tongue. And if we found out that it was, oh my god, this is like nothing we've ever seen before. Well, I, I'm picturing. First of all, I'm picturing trying to eat soup without without a tongue. Where you like put it into your mouth and then it just kind of sits in that cavity down there. Yeah, and then you tip your head back. Yeah, I guess I guess that seems like easy. Like a bird. Enough. Yeah, and I guess yeah, a lot of animals probably do without tongues. Do birds have? They birds wouldn't have tongues. Birds have got tongues. Yeah, <laughs> every animal's got a tongue. Really? What about bugs? 
Bugs might not have tongues. Do they have like inner mandibles as well that just kind of keep like pushing things backwards? Oh man, like in uh, like those things in um, Men in Black oh. when he swallows uh, Zed and he shoves him. Oh or, no! Whatever his name is, not Zed. The other one shoves him down his throat. Poor. Yeah. Gee whiz. Yeah, that's not good. Um, but I think. Yeah. Uh, that. It, 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 I'm not saying it's not a symbiotic relationship. Like, I'm not saying the tongue doesn't bring something. And there's obviously a reason we've kept the tongue around, mm. right? But but I am into it's this. It's just suspicious. I'm into this um, because it makes me think of, let's say, we encounter a new type of, uh, of like, ray. Yeah. Right? Like some kind of uh, signal, you know, mm-hmm. through either electromagnetic signal or like you know or something else yep right yep and the 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 side effect of it is that it convinces this creature this sim this creature that is usually in a symbiotic relationship Mm. with man Mm. to just that that it could just do it on its own yeah well like maybe it's from their home planet right and it's 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 calling all the tongues Mm. to like calling all tongues calling Calling all tongues To like lick their way to freedom, and like they all get together. Imagine that. Imagine just a whole lot of tongues all mm. getting together in like a tidal wave. We see them coming down the street, leaving a trail of saliva. They get like they form this kind of like you know a bigger su- tongue, a bigger superorganism that, tongue that rolls itself around. Yeah, like you a roll a kinda- tongue. Yeah, you know, like it, it makes, you know, that big muscular side, the base part, mm. big thick and then comes down to a point, but it curls itself over yep. like that. And then it shifts its weight so that it can just roll down the street. The like main that. street of New York. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Well, obviously like old you, main street, New York. But then you turn to the TV and you can see the Sydney opera house is sort of burning. And yeah. And then the, you know, <laughs> clearly the, the tongues have got out there. And, uh, you know, then you turn and you can see that there's an uprising in, in maybe Libya, mm. you know, and there's just this sandy tongue. That's like, you know, it's like, oh, uh, like, like, yeah, just like, a, like it's, it's a, it's, you know, it's, mobile phone footage of people going shaky you know and, yeah, they're, they're, going, oh, oh, and they're getting like running away and there's they're seeing the sandy tongues just running at them and knocking over people and mm. people are getting up and you know like the, the tongue's gone by and you can see people's full body imprint mm. in the ground they're getting up from that full body imprint in and the they got sand. saliva all over their back yeah they got that slime and they got no tongues they all got no tongues this is going to be a really I think this will be a great film this is a right. weird – this is just a weird detail. But you know like in some cultures there's that yeah. thing like that. When they do that, they won't be able to do it with t- – they won't have their tongue. Oh, my God. It's just, just so, going to be – That's so compelling because it's so real. Yeah. and so it I, make, I think it really humanizes it. Yeah. Like when we see what people have lost. Exactly. And I think – but then, of course, there's got to be, be some people who've like – they have such a relationship with their tongues mm. that that it's hard. You know, maybe the tongue doesn't want to go. And see, then that's an interesting story. That's the real, like, that's the emotional core of our film. Mm. Okay. One man and, and one his man tongue. And one man has to team up with his tongue to lick the alien menace. Oh, yeah. That's good, Andy. That's, that's I mean, that's already, that's. that's on the cover of the DVD. And I like... And we're only releasing it on DVD. <laughs> Not Blu-ray. Not Blu-ray. Not high definition. VCD. We're only releasing it on VCD. Um, I think a lot of people do that. Is that is that digital? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like, uh, and then we have we have pretty <laughs> much a good idea. The exact um, uh, we we have the exact uh, not VOD, not video on demand. VCD. Those video CDs. <laughs> <laughs> We Still, have the, that's a good compression, you know. That's it's, yeah. it's like you know, six hundred and fifty meg. That's a good downloadable size. That's right. I'm I'm still for it. What about a way of compressing videos where we don't like lose any quality? Yeah, we just cut out a bunch of scenes that you don't really need. It's a good idea. We, and we summarize them. It saves. It just could you just make the synopsis in video form? Yes, <laughs> so that you could just watch that. Um, 
we have uh, the exact speech from Independence Day, yeah. the big speech, this is our Independence Day, but he delivers it without a tongue. Independence Day. I love it so far. And, and then there's also people who have been, who've really mistreated their tongues. Mm. You know, who their tongues not, don't even bother going to yes. join the thing. First, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Well, you can choke on your own tongue. Well, yeah. So Suspicious. You can choke on your tongue when it's even no longer your own. Yeah, yeah. But it can you, strangle you. Yeah. I mean, it just <laughs> dove down. Mm. Yeah, it could wriggle out. And, and do you think it could? Like, I think the tongue. These are people who like drink soup too hot and stuff. Absolutely, and this is one of the things that you would really see the effects on, on people who once they've lost their tongue, they're going to take a bite from, let's say, a pie or something that's just come out of the oven. They're not going to have that cooling system of bouncing the food around, around with their tongue. while you breathe in and out air to cool it really quickly. Like yeah. That. Because the, the, the tongue cops all of that heat. Mm-hmm. And we're going to realize as soon as we're dumping that onto our like our bottom palate, mm. uh, we're going to realize exactly how hot that's been and what we've been putting our tongues through. Absolutely. And then, and I guess that what would be the lesson. What have you been lesson. putting your tongue through? <laughs> Dude, have you been? What? Anyway. Um, and I guess also there might be a wound there now too. So that's also going to be painful. Uh, I, I, we're not going to see a wound. Okay, great. It's all going to be it's clean break. It's, it's a clean break. Yeah, because oh, so I think the tongue was never su- really connected. It was, it, it it was, was just, just holding on. on. Yeah, with some something. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you could imagine it, you know, it doesn't want to hurt itself either. No, no, no. So it, even if there is like an atomic bond there. Mm, mm. Could just break that. Atomic James Bond. Um. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Alistair. Yeah, I know. I just had to say it. Um we I mean, can delete that if you want. You want to go we back? We can delete that from the podcast. Andy, I want just that clip uh, cut out and then put onto other larger podcasts than our own and used to advertise this podcast. Right. Okay. Let's buy some advertising space mm. on the weekly planet. Mm. That's um, fair. <laughs> is, how are we going to overcome the, the tongues? How are we going to overcome them? Yeah. Um, well, we got. I guess we've got to realize what what our tongues. What is their weakness? Maybe the underside. Uh, of the it could tongue. be hot food, though. Could be hot food. Yeah. It could be soup. Hot soup. Or like cups of tea that you've just poured. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, like you know that thing when you take a big sip when you don't realize how hot it is, and mm. you realize <laughs> I just have to let this liquid pour out of my mouth because I am. Have you ever done that? What about a microwave party pie? Yeah. <laughs> That's how we get them. Yeah, that's exactly it. We put it in for, <laughs> for like three, three minutes. minutes. <laughs> and we just have like lines of people. <laughs> microwave goes ding. And then they're throwing them yeah. like, like Molotov cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. Or we're, um, we're making a giant party pie. And we're <laughs> and to, to to get the big tongues that have <laughs> yeah, joined yeah. together. We're heating it up with a nuclear reactor somehow, you know, and redirecting the energy of the sun. I mean, the idea of just making a microwave big enough to handle That's, yeah a big party pie. Um, and then you can see the tongues; they have it thrown at them, mm. and then they do bounce it on them for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, but there's, that, I guess there's no breath. And there's nothing it, to do no, the breathing. That's true, yeah. But then at some point you just see them crumble and mm. like mm. that and realize mm. that they there's actually no defense against the yeah. pie. Yeah, and then from that point on, everybody's tongue, they, you get your tongue back, but the tongue is somehow in shackles, like shackled to your face. Oh, yeah, right. So we do actually get it back. I guess so. Do you have to put like one of those professor... You know, like those magneto helmets on the tongue, yeah, so it can't like. hear the symbol, <laughs> the signal. I, I'm I'm really into just remaking other films, but mm. completely like you just use the shape of that film, and uh, and then but just completely change. So you never you never say this is just Independence Day, but with tongues. You never say that. You don't say that because I think we, that well, makes it that 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 cheapens it that somehow. Cheapens it. <laughs> So, but you do have to send up something to the mothership. Yes. You know, to to kind of 
stop it from being able to send that signal. The mouthership. It's a big mouth. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) That's good. Is it kind of a bit of a frown? Yeah. Frown mouth. Yeah. Is it? Was it on the moon? Was the alien ship on the moon? No. Remember, because we there was those, they were kind of like hidden in the clouds. Hidden in the clouds. Oh well, you know there, there was. Oh no, they weren't motherships, but they were ships that came over the cities, and they were just kind of hidden in cloud for ages. And then eventually, they kind of got revealed, and that's when they did those big beams into the. Oh, and blew up the the White, White House, House and yeah, a few other yeah, buildings. Yeah. Um. You know that was a that's more of a sim, you know that's that's a symbolic move right that one because it's, you're not really destroying one of the most important buildings in a in like Washington D.C. probably there's probably like some buildings there that are much more important that you know like let's say that runs the telephone systems or like the you know the water or electricity or something like that you know if you yeah. if you knock that out that would probably have a real negative effect. Like the president will probably be out far away from that building, you know, even if he goes into one of his tunnels or something. I, 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 quite, I quite like this from an alien perspective mm. of they're, they're, they're attacking strategically important targets, mm. but but the vision doesn't look impressive. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look good. The TV broadcasts, like what, it, what even is that? You know, it's a... It's a dam or something like that, or it's a um, oh, dams look quite impressive when they crumble. When they burst, but just yeah. like some kind of grey, basically formless mm. uh, server farm or something, which is where they keep a lot of the cloud, the data, yeah, internet you know, of some kind. This is you know yeah, it's some kind of, yeah, it's just like a signal place that you know where a lot of like you know the the telecommunications, mm. the the electricity network, and the maybe like the. You know all the all the lights for the mm. streets and stuff like that. They get run, they get run on there. Now, how do we present that as a sketch? Well, because like 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 it feels like it. I, now that I now that I conceptually know the idea, I'm into it, right? I like it a lot, but be, be, but because it is by its nature visually unimpressive, how do we sell it in a way that still makes it like? Interesting. So I think, like a trailer for a movie, or we see it from the point of view of the aliens. So we see the ship. We see the ship pull up in front over the top of the White House, Mm. right? And then we cut to inside, right? And uh, and some lackey just Mm. goes, um, "Independence Day alien captain, uh, what's going on here? Why are we uh, stopping above the uh, White House?" He goes well. You know, we're gonna blow the blow up the White House. For some reason, this captain <laughs> sounds like Obama. <laughs> we're gonna go over the White House. We're gonna blow it up. It's gonna look spectacular. You go well. That's not really gonna have a huge effect on yeah. Uh, you know. And then they go well. You know, actually, you know, a lot of us strategically, we kind of figured out this would be way better. And he goes, well, that's not. It's not gonna look good. I think Alien War Room is really good. Alien so we got all the aliens sitting around. They're planning the assault on the Earth. And we can tackle a whole lot of those kinds of tropes. Yeah. Um, Alien yeah. war room. Yeah. Because the, uh, the, they're, 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 they're fighting a, um, a hearts and minds kind of battle as well. Right? Yeah, that's right. I guess they want to lose both the hearts and the minds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when we're blowing up sort of, you know, you know pointless sort of... <laughs> Brutal-looking, boring buildings. Uh, you know, but we're not just here to do that. We're not just here to remove the existing regime. We're here to install an alternative, a you know, gradually setting, settling cloud of dust and rubble. Yeah, that's the regime <laughs> that we're going to have in place. Obviously, we're not even here. We don't even want to stay. We just want to do you know, maximum destruction. Yeah, oh, which well. is what, you know, what, what the point of this... Uh, Intergalactic uh, voyage, huge voyage, huge. Of, at know. great expense. See, yeah, I, I think I think destroying things like the White House is might have a short term uh, morale kind of victory for them. Keep going. I just have to pee real. Yeah, bad. yeah. No, that's fine. I bloody I could do this for hours. It, you get you get a short term morale style victory from blowing up the White House, but in the you know, in the longer term, if you're hoping to take over that that location, we've got to think about the the heritage value of the White House 
and that's ultimately going to, you know, you know, 50, 60 years down the track, the aliens are very much entrenched in power. The alien economy is strong. The earthling slaves are, um, you know, uh, have helped the development of an alien middle class. What do you get then? You get alien tourism. And those aliens are going to be fascinated by the, um, you know, the quaint, uh, picturesque uh, symbolism and, you know, artifacts of the former human inhabitants of Washington, D.C. And the, the, the economic value of something like the White House to a future alien tourism economy, like local alien tourism economy, is, is going to be enormous. So um, I, I, think, I think you've got to think, you've got to factor that kind of thing into your alien land, uh, landmark demolition um, program. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, you know, you're, you're sure you're blowing up the Statue of Liberty, but really you're shooting yourself in the foot in the long term. Alistair. Not just the Statue of Liberty in the foot. Yes. But, you, you know, as in, well as in, there are other parts of her body. The other, the other. I, I, I only just really recently realized that it's the Statue of Liberty because it's a statue of Lady Liberty, right? Mm. I thought it was just like the Statue of Liberty sort of just... It's a statue sort of about liberty, yeah. symbolizing liberty, but it's not. It's the statue of liberty. So because her name is she, Liberty, she's Lady liberty. liberty. She's Liberty. Oh. Liberty. Liberty. L-I-B-B-I-T-Y. Liberty. I'm not talking about liberty. Yeah. I'm talking about liberty. No. Liberty. Um. I guess it, you know, it brings to mind like you know one of those kind of like uh, stereotypical stripper names mm. that is like often something kind of meaningful, yeah, like that. So you know, you know, um, we don't know what she's wearing under that toga. That's right. Liberty would be a great stripper name. It it would be. Mm. It would be, and then, you know, I guess you need some... a last name. It's got to be like. Liberty Fox or mm, Liberty mm. Sanchez. I don't know. Sanchez is not a great <laughs> super last name. It's just kind of like Smith, but, but Latino. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, you know, like if you are traveling intergalactically, uh, there usually would have to be some kind of purpose. Obviously, exploration is something, mm. but I guess the people back home got to feel like they're paying for, you know, for these journeys for something. Like you're probably bringing something back, new technology or mm. resources or something like that. There's got to be like something that makes it viable. But is it viable to just do it for sort of home planet morale? You know, to just like people back home sort of watch, keep track of the journey mm. and, and it just makes them feel good to see them destroying other planet, other civilizations. And Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, got, a, it's got a kind of a sports vibe to it then doesn't mm. it like like you know we're always excited when australia makes the football world cup yeah you know and when we beat some of the oceanic nations of course yeah thrilling yeah you know and- when we almost get a draw with somewhere like japan mm. my god this country is electric yeah and so i guess uh sort of interplanetary war is the greatest sport of all mm. right and so you would go there and you would just blow them up, you go, see, we're the best, and then you would feel good about yourself, and then you'd move on and search for other potential planets mm. that have uh, that live in the Goldilocks zone. Yes. Right? Which is the area in which the porridge is the right temperature. Yes. And the chairs are not too hard or and too And the bears soft. are absent. Uh, yeah, and the bears are absent, <laughs> which is why despite us being in the Goldilocks zone... Mm. Uh, the presence of bears. The presence of bears has <laughs> kept element, uh, other aliens away. Um, we're in an, an, an anomaly. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Ollie in that way. Mm. Um, I think, uh, yeah, uh, the the like the the sport thing of, uh, I mean, you know, it's 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 doubly embarrassing for Earth to be defeated by aliens mm. in that case because we're playing a home game. You know, we have the it's home true. ground advantage. Uh, we're, we're wearing our <laughs> our home shirts. Do you think that while we're being beaten up by aliens, we feel embarrassed that everyone's here everyone's to here seeing us be beaten by aliens? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I wonder what kind of things you would say to somebody, like let's say you know aliens are currently destroying mm. the world. Mm. Right, they're invading. Things around you are not good. There's yes. lots of rubble and you're kind of just scurrying between shells of buildings to shells of buildings yes. looking for canned food and things like that. And around the place you can just see, uh, you know. Hovering sort ho- of orbs. Hovering orbs. Picking off the few survivors. Yeah, and there's like there's ground troops that are kind of, you know, that they've, they've got lots of tubes coming off of them and they're carrying some kind of weapon. That, That's like a blue flamethrower. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then you encounter another person, maybe somebody that you would seen on the, your bus yeah. every now and then. Yeah. Uh, you know, during regular life. Mm. What kind of small talk you go? Do you say like, oh, "This is fucked"? <laughs> I wonder if you, if 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 just to pull back the sports thing again, mm. if like a sports team who is losing, mm. we find ways to justify it to ourselves. You yeah. know. We, we, we say things about we blame the referee or whatever the equivalent mm. of the referee is. We talk about the conditions. We talk about the important injuries that we've had recently and how, like, you know, really yeah. um, this is just a new new team that we're getting together. There's a lot of youngsters in here, and I feel like, you know, sure, we're losing today, but we're laying the groundwork to, um, you know, several civilizations from now uh, put together a pretty compelling uh Backline, and um, you know, hopefully, fend off uh, these kinds of attacks in future. Is that is that interesting in any way? Yeah, I mean, that's a bit tedious. I could, I could see, I could see uh, like that being one person's point of view. Mm. Like, look, oh, look, mate, just you know, we we could have done way better, but they were they were cheating. But the boys did their best. You know, yeah, we've yeah. done our best. You know, but then I, I think I think a post any kind of post war press conference. Done in a um, a sports mm. coach justification style, yeah. like Australia has been invaded, mm. we've been totally overrun, yeah. and there's a there's a press conference in which the head of the army and you know a couple yeah. of the could be robot revolution major generals exactly a couple of the major generals are there and they're fielding questions and they're just they're just responding to them in the, in the way that like. Oh look, couldn't be, couldn't have been more proud of the boys. Couldn't have been more proud of the boys. I mm. mean, we've obviously, um, you know, we've had a tough season, but you 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 play what you you know what's in front of you, and yeah, yeah. obviously like that, but with more um more military kind of uh, um, allusions. That, you know, sports. obviously like that, Alistair, with the but with the bits added into it that make it comedy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I believe we got uh, given some words by. Listener of the podcast, three words from a listener of the podcast, supporter on Patreon. Um, before we go to that. Yes, Alistair, you want to say something? I think this, the small talk during during getting wiped out. Yes. Um, there is something there. Yeah. Um, like where it's just like what are you talking to somebody about? Are you like are like – like you do see somebody who you don't know, mm. but you're like, I guess you're asking if there's any food. Um, are you? How you doing? Yeah. Do we still have the politeness? Do we still have the yeah? Hi. How are you? Oh, good. Good. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 the, the mm. meaningless stuff. Yeah. Before we actually get into any kind of or uh, like or like the um or status like yeah or or the or seeking. the or the sarc the sarcastic humor like or like you know like. Good day for it, or yeah. Oh, having a good day. Yeah, great one. Thanks. Um, or, right? It's someone you, 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 and your 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 family mm. um, are staggering injured through the mud. Mm. 
you've lost a leg and you're, uh, you're carrying all your possessions um, in your arms, mm. right? But you bump into somebody that you went to high school with, yeah. okay? And you're trying to... Still, seem, still like, <laughs> seem like things are going pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The, between the two of you, you're both yeah. sort of slightly competing to, uh, to say who's... Who's still doing the best? I haven't seen you since high school. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still doing engineering? Um, yeah. He goes, oh, no, I dropped off. What about you still doing architecture? Well, yeah, I go, I'm using one of these uh, tubes that you roll up engineering drawings as a new, as a. As a leg. As a leg. <laughs> right now. And yeah, but in there is uh, some stuff I'm working on at the moment. Hmm. And we got to, actually, the site where where we were going to build it has actually been cleared now because of the invasion. So that's probably a there's, good chance that there's going to get a go yeah, ahead. Yeah, we're, we're pretty pretty excited about the potential for the growth of the industry, mm. um, obviously, once all this is over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, re- re-established Absolutely, yeah. society. Once, once we start rebuilding, then I'm doing really good. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. this is going to actually pretty good for me. And, you know, and, and, and Macy's, she's reading. She's yeah. reading quite ahead of her... Uh, very years. How about you? Are you um? Yeah, sorry. You said you weren't doing engineering anymore. Go, yeah, I'm sort of. Uh, I've I've had quite a bit of success uh, with um, finding uh, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I found yeah. The, there was the a community earth. garden down there that. Is, yeah. But you can't tell because it's under a building. But I, I found yeah. a nook that you can climb under. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, so I'm taking home seven, eight potatoes a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Great. Where did you say that was? Oh, I can't really tell you at the moment because yeah, you know, it's a whole survival. We're keeping it under wraps for the time being. Yeah. But, um, and, um, anyway, good luck to you and good luck. Uh, yeah. Good luck with the architecture. Yeah, and yeah. But sorry, did you say you're working at the moment? Oh, I'm kind of in between. Yeah. Stuff at the moment, but you know, I'm really trying to focus on just the day to day survival of the uh, me and the kids. Because mm. um, that's what's important, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can get caught up in career, yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know what what really matters is fleeing from the mind storm, yeah, and um, um, you know, and 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 the the little ones and keeping gangrene at bay, yeah, yeah, to me anyway. But yeah, I, that sounds like the architecture is going really good. Yeah, good luck to you with your career. Mm. Um, we got some words. We got some words. Oh, yeah, I've already written them down. It's from, uh, these come from a listener called, and I apologize, I don't know the, the last name I've never encountered. I'm going to say James Roy, but it's R O Y E. Right. It could be Roye. Mm-hmm. It could be Rohe. Roya. Roya. Yeah. Roy. Great. Thanks, James. Thank you, James. (laughs) The three words are... James, I just want to reassure you that like, we might have sounded sad, but your last night did not make (laughs) us depressed. (laughs) It was just a moment in which the sadness that lives within all men got exposed, and it just happened to be after we were saying your name. (laughs) It it had nothing to do... I just... If anything, I felt sad for you. Yeah. That yeah. People, sure. This is good. Yeah. That, you know, people were really misinterpreting how your name probably exactly. is produ- yep. pronounced. Um, his three words, and there and there's 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 a complexity level to it. All right. But here's the three words: mm-hmm. mid Atlantic pigeon. Right. But pigeon. And I think if if I've copied it down correctly, the letters P I G E are all caps, but O N are uh, small. Mid Atlantic is Mid Atlantic hyphenated? No, they're they're different words. Mid Atlantic yeah. pigeon, right? Yeah, yeah, pigeon. So it's like pig or pigeon, pigeon. Pig, uh, like, but the E is capital as well. Um, so it, you know, it does have like an app name kind of feel to it. Yeah. Or like you know, a company, maybe some kind of company that that establishes itself somewhere between London and New York. You know, those two powerhouses of uh, cities. Mm, mm. Um, 
uh, you know, uh, Atlantis. Mid- Atlantis. Is it is it, is it is it Atlantis in the middle of the Atlantic? Like is I don't that know. what it feels the Atlantis like it feel comes like, from? Feel like it would be really close to other land. Or do you think it was an island nation? I think it was an island. I think that's how it sank beneath the sea. I know. But I mean, not that I, that explains anything. Yeah. But like, if you didn't know that islands had bits underneath that hold them up, you could believe that. Yeah. I just assumed that for in, in order for the Greeks or whoever came up with this myth, you know, it just would have had to have been like basically within that bay or something like that. You know. Probably. Yeah. It would have been like a suburb. Yeah. Right. That's how small people's lives were mm. at that time. Yeah. Um, I think the idea of like a suburb that is like Atlantis is quite funny, right? Like a, yeah. a suburban Atlantis. You know, you have you have your um, your local neighbourhood. You've got your Brunswick. You've got your West Brunswick, uh, mm-hmm. East Brunswick. Yeah. Right. Um, the idea that there used to be a North Brunswick, but it sank beneath the waves. And like we talk about this North Brunswick, like it was. Like it was amazing. Like they had yeah. all the best coffee shops, right? Yeah, the, and I think what it was is they started to think themselves rivals to the gods, at least in terms of their ability to make coffee. Yeah. And as a punishment, uh, North Brunswick was, um, yeah, was 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 sunken. This is the problem with gods. Yes. Is that they'll, they're quite petty. They are. Yeah. And and they they won't even though they probably have no interest in making coffee whatsoever. No no none whatsoever. They probably don't even have an espresso machine. Especially not a top of the line one like the people in North Brunswick mm, had. Mm. Um yet if you just it's an affront to them if you even mention that you could be comparable in skill level to them. So um there's a real fable in that. There's a real lesson in that. Yeah. So I guess... Um, but also, sorry, you were going to say something. No, no, no. So, like, is it just that part of the ocean has entered this quite inland area? Uh, I think... W- I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, like it's just a section, you mm. know? It's, it's a section of municipal boundary that was defined as North Brunswick. Yeah. And, like, people from... Uh, from, from Brunswick, mid Brunswick or whatever, mm. come out in the morning and they look up there, and uh, and there's just like a sort of a, a a crack in the ground, and everything's gone down like a sinkhole. Yeah, and it's salt water. And it's salt water. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's that's the how you ocean. Know. There are dolphins in there. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you know it's it's the sea. It's the sea. Yeah, because yeah. it's got to be the sea. Yeah, absolutely. Um. The lost suburb of North Brunswick. Yeah, and the, maybe there's a few coffee cups and stuff floating around in there. There would be some crockery. We'd some probably crockery. Put that, put that in a museum. Yeah. But, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if people did actually, uh, you know, turn that into a great sort of under, underwater town that you could actually visit, you know, using some mm. of those uh, sort of clear plastic tubes and things like that where you could, be, you could go back and experience what it was like to have coffee Back then, back before it was underwater, but now it's you know it's actually up and running again, and it's probably the 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 real estate market there is probably even more expensive now. And I think it's quite nice to have that as um as like a emblematic of why we shouldn't try and get our coffee too good because like a lot mm. of the places you go, like country towns and that sort of thing, you go and you're like this coffee is abysmal. Mm. Why don't you spend half a day? just getting one of your staff trained yeah. to make an acceptable coffee. Mm-hmm. How, like, this isn't even coffee. No. This is just a cup of flavour. A hot brown. Bad, bad br- flavour. Hot brown wetty. Yeah, hot brown wetty. <laughs> it's hot, wet and brown, and that's all. Yeah. Right? But maybe it's because these simple country folk have, like, learned from a fable that one yeah. should not, Try and get too close to the gods in one's ability to make mm. coffee. Yeah, and it's us in a city folk who've lost touch with that. Yeah, right. And and the the rules that are there for a reason that um that that then hubristically push ourselves to make better and better coffee. And it wouldn't you know it would make sense why uh, we don't even have you know like their crops do great. And here we don't even bother having crops. Yes. Just because the gods are so angry with people in this area. Yeah. 
for the people who own coffee shops who are just, you know, tempting fate. We haven't had a good harvest for a really long time. Do you think, how do you think gods would, would sense it when something gets close to the quality of something that they would make? Do you think I think they, they probably read Epicure or like uh, the Age Good Food Guide or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> of course, yeah. And then Maybe they, they have a Google alert. Yeah, and they start going. For the word mm. divine. Yeah. Positively divine. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, a, a Google po- alert for to rival the gods themselves, all in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to have to go down and do some smiting. Obviously, we'll go down and have some poached eggs and things yeah. like that. Yeah, and Taste. then smiting. And then smite. <laughs> Bring, I have to carry all that ocean water. Yeah, it's a spite smite. We'll smite you from spite. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, the... And then we'll be smitten. If someone smites you, are you smitten? I think so. It doesn't seem right. Because to smite someone sounds like, that sounds like a very full-on thing for that person to experience. But to be smitten is almost kind of fun. Or is that what's happening? Are the gods just making us love them? I suppose. Or else. Through, through, through. uh, Unspeakable vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I suppose, yeah. But is it really love then, you know? I think, I think we could see... We could see the food reviewer or whoever it is, the, the, the critic for the Age Good Food Guide, writing, having the coffee, loving it, right? And yeah. then we see them back at their laptop typing the words, a coffee to rival the gods themselves, mm-hmm. right? And then, uh, and then we see the Google alert go ping up, an email comes into yeah. the inbox of Zeus at... Zeus underscore 69 at hotmail.com. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and Zeus is obviously, whoa, enraged and, uh, you know, and comes down to earth, I'm going to say, in the form of a Man. swan. Swan. <laughs> swan. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, comes into this, uh, um, this cafe and asks about the coffee and um, one of the waiters there says, Oh yes, um, no, no. It's 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 the best co- best coffee around. It's a it's a cup of brown that would make the very lords themselves tremble in fear at the mm. power of man mm. and his awful might. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and obviously, this is enraged. Yeah, obviously, he has a coffee. Just he to, has a coffee. Just just to to yeah, it's actually you know he's not just it's not just using yeah. hyperbole because that's always a risk. And that then is, he, people and then say gr- a lot of stuff that affronts the gods yeah. in hyperbole. Yeah. And then and then he goes and he gets a couple of buckets and he starts. <laughs> he does it with buckets. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd think he would get tired, but he's... He doesn't. He doesn't. That's the thing. That's how he's able to do yeah. it. And they're quite big buckets. And then talking like 20-litre yeah, buckets. 20-litres. And at some point, people realise he's the source of where all that water's coming mm. from. And people try to physically stop him. And it just looks like one of those, like... You know, like one of those rugby matches where mm, there's like a, 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 a six-year-old who's, you know, who's like the size of an 18-year-old man. And all the kids are just hanging off him, trying to stop him like that. And he just keeps plowing through like that. And he's just carrying these big buckets and then he pours water. And anyway, eventually the whole town sinks. I guess the foundations of the s- suburb itself uh, weaken and it kind of becomes like a sinkhole. A sinkhole is is a very much like is is a kind of a localized Atlantis phenomena, mm, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, for for picking off the individuals. Yeah, it's a the, micro Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. micro Atlantis or nano Atlantis. Mm. You know, um, uh, you know. Usually, though, like it doesn't happen under an individual person. I don't think a sinkhole. Like usually, it's like half a car in the corner of a house. Yeah, yeah, or like the yeah the middle of a a road. Mm. Yeah, mm. often in China. In China, yeah, or yeah. Brazil. Or Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> I think these are your these are your <gasps> hot spots. Wet, um, wet spots. Yeah, yeah. Is is that is that an acceptable the lost suburb of North Brunswick? Is that a acceptable acceptable sketch for the three suggested words? Well, I guess it's got the word Atlantic pigeon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what's what's the pigeon thing? Um, P-I-G-E, Pige. Or well, P- I'll tell you what it is. Yeah. We are currently in Brunswick, and I have, for the purposes of just illustrating this in my mind, mm-hmm. been picturing the little peacock cafe yeah. um, that's up the road. 
Um, but what if it was the Little Pigeon Cafe? Okay. But also, across the road from the Little Peacock Cafe up the road, um, there is a uh, there is a mechanics that has the worst pigeon infestation I've ever seen mm. in my life. They're like they're like their awning thing is collapsing, and there's all these exposed rafters. It is full of pigeons, and every car that is parked there overnight is just covered in shit. Yeah, absolute feces uh, f- fiesta. So, like, whatever, whatever you take your car in to do, part of the process of having your gearbox mm. retuned is that your car will be utterly shit-coated. Yeah. And presumably they clean that off before they give you your car back, but fuck knows. You know what it could be? It could be good luck. It's really good luck. What it is is your your um your gearbox plumb out of luck. Anyway, we've got a system going. <laughs> um, I just thought of another You've got unlucky gearbox syndrome. I've just had a a, a slight idea where um you know it's, it's it's a guy who's been lost at sea for seven years, mm. right? And he gets found. He's on this raft, but somehow he's survived, mm-hmm. right? He's really been, you know, he's really gotten used to this kind of lifestyle. Yep. And he comes back to the society that he lives in, probably Brunswick and Melbourne, right? And he decides to open up a cafe that is sort of mid-Atlantic themed. Yeah, that's good. And he he makes the kind of cuisine that he would have eaten. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, in that way. So He's had long enough out there to develop a regional cuisine. Mm. And what are we talking? We're talking scraped hull plankton. Yep. <laughs> um, we're talking uh, sun dried uh, seagull. Yeah, or like yeah, floating thigh. like floating dead al- albatross. <laughs> like like oh, uh, so it's served. The albatross is served in like a big dish of water. Yeah, big dish, big dish of, of seawater. Seawater, <laughs> and like it's just that. bloated. Yeah, and yeah. yeah you got to like just open it up and. Take all the little bits of plastic out of its gut oh, and like that, and then fantastic. you use those as this as your chopsticks or your skewers. To yeah, oh, there's chopstick. The chopsticks are in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think that's great. I've got another idea. Okay. Right, we were talking about luck before. Guy goes to the doctor. Uh, he's diagnosed. He's had a series of minor injuries, right? And he's diagnosed by the doctor with mild bad luck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the doctor has to like to like surgically have a bird shit on him, or like whatever the things are that you do to to yeah. to treat uh, mild bad mild luck. Mild bad luck. So, because it, it, it has to like shit on your left shoulder or something like that, or I guess so. So yeah. he just kind of like there's like a. I mean, maybe he gets a, maybe there's no pigeon involved. Maybe he gets a vial of pigeon shit. Uh, he gets. Mm. A, Mixed up by the nurse. Apply, and apply this to your shoulder yeah. like three times. Oh, you've a got day. to rub it in. It's yeah. like a balm. Yeah. <laughs> like that. You just kind of. Oh, and you squeeze it out, and when it comes out of the tube, it's got a bit of white yeah. and then like a bit of black, a, a bit like of black, that little like that. line of black. Essentially toothpaste. It looks like toothpaste, <laughs> but with the uh, sloppy white and then like a slightly thicker. Uh, tubular bit of looks like bran but black. Oh, I'm getting close to having my stomach <laughs> turning. Uh, um, you're welcome, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, di- what is it called? Diagnosed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's 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 the uh, what's what's your Mid Atlantic cuisine cafe called? It's like um, raft. I've got raft diet, like I've got Mid Atlantic raft diet cafe, but yeah. I, what 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 it would actually be called is um, the, the, you know the life raft or something or the yeah um, lifesaver life you know uh, lifeline float floaties. How would you like raft shack? You would you would drink water, but it's like it's been filtered through something like a t-shirt, like yeah, but like old cloth. Mm. Yeah, a like, bit of canvas and like dirty life like, jacket. Yeah, dir- dirty canvas filtered seawater. Mm. Your own urine. Yeah, your own urine. The chef's urine. But would you would you drink your own urine when seawater was just there? <laughs> I, mean, 
I think it's probably better for you yeah. up until a point. Like the urine would get pretty mm. tainted. But but I think there's so much salt in seawater that there's no value for you in drinking it because it it will dehydrate you further. Yeah. Just to clear that amount of salt out of your system. Just a similar thing would be ha- would happen if you were lost in an ocean of coffee. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drink the coffee, it'll just dehydrate you. No, but it's actually pretty good. It's actually not too bad. Stop it. Um, do you want to take us through the sketches that we've yeah. got so far, All right. Alistair? All right. Jeez, we got, what a journey we've been on today. It's been eh? a big journey, Andy. Uh, we've got the space station sketch. Now, it's either an allegory of, of a backpack. We don't need to go into this, Alistair. Or it's a weird spaceship with a Swedish guy who is a backpacker. Oh, the way the, the, the look, the fact that you put the word allegory in yours and the word weird in mine, I mean, it speaks volumes, doesn't it? Absolutely, Andy. Yeah. And you know what? That's what's the point of power if you don't abuse it? Mm. You know, <laughs> I think it was Abraham Lincoln that said that. Yeah. So. If, if, if you don't abuse it, is it even power or is it just like kindness and good, good nature? Because what's what that suggests, what abusing power suggests is that you even have power over the power. Yes. You know, interesting. Yeah, because if you don't have power over the power, then do you really have power? No. Well, because then it just sounds you like just, you're just a, another kind of slave. Yeah, you're a slave to your own power. Yeah. <laughs> um, symbiotic tongues escape uh, the mouths and you know start, mm. I guess, taking over. It's like mm. it's like War of the Worlds. Yeah. But instead of having buried aliens. Uh huh. They implanted them in early life and allowed them to kind of evolve with all of life. And then eventually there was a call to action and they they became sentient. Maybe yes. they've been sentient the whole time. Yeah. Maybe it's a bit like it's a, it's a sort of toy, toy story scenario. When you're not paying attention, they're actually talking to each other. And they've been like, a sleeper <clears throat> cell, Alistair. They've been right under our nose the mm-hmm. entire time. Yeah. A sleeper bunch of cells. Yeah, and we um, maybe we find that one of the ways that we can defeat them is with our elbows, you know, because yeah. we've never previously touched our elbows with our, yeah. tongue, our tongues with our elbows. But mm. when they're out of your mouth, you can really pin them down with yeah. that thing. And that's why they like they they were kind of controlling how mm. the DNA would do so because they like that's one of our that and party pies is mm. two weaknesses. I mean, biting them as well, really. Oh man. But they, apparently they heal really quickly. Well, they're like the wolverines of the body. Yeah. Uh, we got Independence Day Alien War Room. But, I mean, it could just be Alien War Room. This yeah. is, um, you know, I guess you could look at alien invasion tropes mm-hmm. and talk about, you know, why they're doing things. But in this particular case, we're talking about uh, why blow up the White House when you could blow up something that has a much bigger effect rather than just a symbolic effect. Mm. But all that fire was very impressive. Very impressive, very impressive, and bits of stuff went all over the place. Yeah, good, good bits of rubble. Uh, we got small talk during the invasion, um, that which is kind of would be invo- involve uh, meeting up with somebody from high school. Yeah, yeah, trying to make it sound like you're still doing okay, still seeking status mm. in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Um, also, when they blew up the White House, like they got it. Bang in the middle. Oh, it was that was you know smack bang in the middle. And that would be hard when you're just hovering. Yeah, you know because I guess there would be all sorts of forces. They're they're quite low altitude. The wind up there would be pretty, would be pretty high. And surely wouldn't wouldn't they have gone to the west wing, like the White House? Mm. That's the the house. But you want to blow up the west wing, don't you, of the White House? That wouldn't be the middle. That'd be off to the west, presumably, where all the administrative stuff happens. Mm, but they don't. No, they go right in the middle. They go right in the middle there, sort of near the front, you know, close to the front lawn. Yeah. So that people who were visiting the town mm. can sort of see it and be like, oh, wow, they really got They us. really blew up the White House. They really got a smack bang in the middle of it. Like that. You know, I don't know. I think the Pentagon would have been a great. Pentagon, yeah, but I don't think a lot of people know what the Pentagon looks like. From the side? Yeah, from the side. Yeah. 
That's true. And then the ship would have been hovering above it. So, so you, you can't get a bird's eye view. Yeah. And also blowing that right up, it right in the middle. That would have missed ground. it. That's perfect. That's probably why there's a hole there. <laughs> Do you think there's a courtyard in the middle of the Pentagon? <laughs> That's what that is. It's a courtyard. It's like, you know, they have sort of nice tables so that people can go out for lunch and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Have a sandwich, walk a dog. Oh, man. The, the smartest spies just get a hang glider and just fly over that with one of those, like, you know, those mini satellite dish looking things with you got your hair points for listening. They're the smartest spies with their <laughs> hang gliders over the Pentagon. Um, we got military sports conference after Australia James gets James Atomic trounced. Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how we justify it to ourselves. Australia, we can't handle losing. We can't just lose. Mm-hmm. There's always got to be a reason. We've got the lost lost suburb of North Brunswick. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Mid-Atlantic Raft Diet Cafe. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Diagnosed with Mild Bad Luck. And then Rub... Rub bird shit into bird your shoulder. Bird shit into shoulder. <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's 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 horrible. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, I imagine the shit's been treated in some way. Mm, yeah, no, but you know, I mean, uh, all the we all don't the active know ingredients were yeah. the uh, were the the toxins, the it really parasites. Is, it's the awfulness of it that, that makes it good, exactly good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still got to be awful. Mm. Maybe they can concentrate it, make it even more awful. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess so. Then it's. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it on all sorts of levels, deeper than you could ever know. We experienced this in a way that you could never understand. Yeah. And and that's the sad part about existence. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good for us because we feel things more deeply. Yeah. <laughs> but we do have moments of real sadness. Oh, sure, sure. Real sadness. Not like the sadness you have. No. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Thank you and sorry we said that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at 2 in Tank. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. I'm at Alistair TB, A-L-A-S-D-A-I-R-T-B. Yeah, you've probably been spelling it wrong all this time and that's, that's why, why he, he hasn't got the thousands of followers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you uh, can support it if you, us if you like. If you want to send in three words, for support us on Patreon. Three bucks. Three bucks. Uh, and uh, you can support everybody on the Planet Broadcasting Network. A, a wonderful network. What a beautiful network. Thank you to all of those who have come from other shows and abandoned those other shows and listened to us exclusively now. <laughs> We're like some kind of parasitic life form on the side of the Planet Broadcasting Network, leeching all the good listeners. We absolutely are the tongue of the Planet Broadcasting (laughs) Network. Um, And and, um, uh, you can review us on iTunes. That would be so nice. Thank you to everyone who does that. That's a very kind thing to do. You're kind people. With your limited time. Absolutely. You guys have lives. We understand that. And we're going to allow it. We're going to allow it. And we... we... Love you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.